Welcome back to Wolford Weekly, day 16 lockdown, and we're still here. <laughs> We've been locked in this room this whole time, just watching EastEnders. That's all we do. It's mm-hmm. just a countless meal of EastEnders episodes, <laughs> one after the other. Ask us anything, we'll know the answer. Yes. Um, so we're here to talk about the episodes that were broadcast between the 25th and 26th of May 2020. Such a tight time frame. I know, two episodes. Sticking to that, aren't they? How did you find them this week? How have you found EastEnders in general? Um, Just a quick overall. Well, this week was a vast improvement of what happened last week. Let's be perfectly honest. Last mm. week was um, a bit I of a... I remember last week. A bit of a, a crap show, let's just say, if we're <laughs> going to say it politely. Mm. And it was just a mess, a mash everything. And there was some cohesion mm. this week. A little bit. And it felt like there was more to come, which is exactly right. Because I think these are the Monday and Tuesday episodes. And these all these stories that happened this week clearly have more legs yeah they do this was obviously intended to be quite a big ish week for eastenders and a lot of it is continuing into next week of course it's been split in half so we will be covering the same storylines next week probably just the other half of them Mm. so we'll just see how this uh roundup goes i mean one storyline which we know is happening next week i think it's quite quite public and that is the big ben the big ben (laughs) storyline Um, when That's it's the name all of the subtitles, episode. all subtitles and sound effects and all that MacGuffin. So hmm. um, you're not looking forward to that episode at all. And yeah, no. I actually am. I, I'm, from, from, from what's happened this week, the, the build up seems a genuinely <laughs> exciting prospect for well, me. Well, the build up for the, the job. Really? No, so I, but map. it's not... The thing is, that episode, you have to... I know the, the whole premise is that they're doing a job and Ben perhaps messes it up. We don't really know exactly what goes on. But I think it's that's not what the episode is about. The episode is about Ben's struggle. So, yeah, but you haven't seen it yet, so you don't know that it is. No, you can't discuss I, it. No, you can't discuss it until we've seen but it. But I'm so discussing shush. what my thoughts are, what I think is going to happen. So that what I think is going to happen is... <laughs> Rather than about... talking about this week's episode, you're like, nah. <laughs> I'm just going to talk about something I've not seen because that's going to be more well, interesting. You're allowed to predict what's going to happen ahead, aren't you? It's at the beginning of the show. You can't predict things yet. Okay, fine. Well, I'll reel predict- it in, please. I'm, I'm, I'm off. I'm off the hook. But next um, Monday's episode will be rubbish. So we're going to start <laughs> off with always need the final word. <laughs> Keegan's storyline. Yeah. Because Keegan can't set foot outside without something <laughs> happening to him. Not a day passes where something doesn't happen to poor Keegan. I mean, did he crack a mirror recently or yeah. walk under a ladder or something? Black cat walked by him, perhaps. Yeah, something's gone on. Because it's, again, we have to be very careful what you say, because this is an important story. It's very fragile and it's so true. Like, mm. watching the news today, there's so much going on where people have been mistreated by the police. Yeah. And it is true and it does happen. But on EastEnders, this thing with Keegan is literally every time he walks outside, something happens to him. <laughs> it goes on for a few weeks and then he gets over it. And you, we don't even get five minutes of him, Tiff, his business, Ikra. Mm any stability or any happiness it's like no on to the next thing what else can happen to him oh someone's gonna think he's a drug dealer because he's black oh the police are gonna think he threw a brick through a window because he he's black and he was at a party and it's like hmm. this... just let it rest and breathe the fact that these episodes have been split up into two and this is lasting double the length imagine how quick this would have felt if it went out yeah as it did it in one in one week it, it feels four, rushed yeah four incidences would have happened to keegan in one, mm. in one week i mean 
Now, I think the relentlessness of his story is is meant to make make you feel like that Keegan just can't catch a break. And he even says that at the end of Tuesday's episode. He mm. says to Karen, his mum, he says, you know, nothing goes right for me. I, I, what's the point? I might as well just give up. And you do feel for Keegan in a, in a I sense. I do, but like... Well, because he, he, he does, he has tried his best and he's been almost yeah. encouraged by everyone to like start his own business and do better. Wait, 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 wait. Right. He's tried his best. He had a go at the bank because they didn't give him a loan because his business plan was so good. Yet this week, Ikra says, oh, it's fine. We can get the um, van fixed on the insurance. Oh, no, I didn't do that. Didn't have time. <laughs> it's like, well, Keegan, maybe your business plan wasn't that good at the bank, actually. I'm starting to think now. Because... Well, I'm sure in his business plan, it didn't say, <laughs> I'm planning to yeah, save he's money ob- by not buying insurance. <laughs> he's obviously not that decent, <laughs> is he? So I feel there well, is I think some grounds. of the blame could be shouldered by Ikra because Ikra is meant to be this degree-laden business That's guru true. so surely one of the things she should have like, dotted the ice crossed the t she should have made sure there was yeah. an insurance what policy. is it actually doing in this business i think she just walks in every now and then says and to shouts it yeah, says you're not doing well enough keegan make more money <laughs> it's just yeah i don't think i don't think ikra is fair to say i mean has she now washed her hands of the business now because from the scenes what seems to have happened is that keegan's basically said i to give up now i'm not gonna bother doing it anymore Mm. and i know that they obviously they've done in the windscreen and they they (laughs) smacked in the side mirrors but should we talk about that because that guy thought he might want to sell drugs for him but the guy was also a regular customer. Yeah. When he went after the van, Keegan went, all right, mate, I'll get your regular, shall I? <laughs> was it plain ham with some lettuce? You know, and, and the guy was like, yeah, cheers, mate. Mm. Oh, by the way, can I have some E? And, and I know, it's funny. It's like they gave across that they'd know each other. They'd seen each yeah. other a lot. They'd done business a lot. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, are you a drug dealer as well, by the way? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? Really I mean, strange. and I, I don't know. I know it was inclined. You were inclined to believe that the reason why he thought he was a drug dealer was because of his his mm. skin color. But there, he didn't actually say that out out and out. It was just accused by Tiff of all people that that was the reason why. Mm. And Tiff was the one who was very confrontational. Yeah, to she was doing that because she was. She's thinking Keegan doesn't think I understand. He doesn't think I stand up for him. So mm. I'm gonna prove that I do and I'm going to prove that I am and she did it and technically that kind of made Keegan look worse but do you think Tiff but do you also think that Tiff was a bit upset that she wasn't asked for drugs because she was a former drug dealer so she was so a bit was insulted. Keegan remember when he was oh, doing yeah. drugs and Bailey caught him so but no, he was taking drugs he wasn't selling drugs no, he Tiff was selling it said so, in fact didn't Tiff sell it to Keegan oh yeah possibly I can't remember that's dark <laughs> days but they've all been doing drugs now Dottie's doing drugs and Vinny I know so it's no, all no. <laughs> It's all going on. No one's not high or drunk on Albert Square. <laughs> but um, that scene when they all came back to um, attack the um, van. Yeah. Because Keegan said no to them or because Tiff was kind of rude to them, I guess. I, I think, really yeah, know. Tiff had humiliated him. <laughs> and so he was like, right, I'm going to get my boys around and we're going to smash mm. up the van. Well, that scene humiliated the director, whoever the director was, because what was going on? Well, because the crowd were watching and were <laughs> participating. They were just all stood. And they, were, they weren't like scattered. They were stood in a dead straight like a line. Mm. All the extra and you could hear hey stop that yeah you stop it now and they were slightly shaking their fists but they weren't moving and it was like sorry what's going on we're so used to classic extenders here now that would have not flown back then on the market they would have stuck up for each other someone would have ran in like big ron and tackled them or at least tried to help no one tried to do anything i know i must admit i was a bit surprised and it was strangely filmed as well I, yes, we, because it didn't sound like that the crowd was saying the things that you were hearing. As mm. you said, it was like, stop that, that's mean. <laughs> um, I actually tweeted out about, you know, why was no one helping? Mm. And um, at Lazy AWOL 
did reply and said that mm-hmm. this is actually a, a thing called the bystander effect, where everyone just assumes that someone else will do something about it. So it is a thing. So Not on Albert Square, it ain't. Well, you can either accuse them for lazy writing or you can accuse them for knowing about the bystander effect. Well, I'll accuse them for not knowing Albert Square market traders because <laughs> Maggie's been on that stool for 30 years. Maggie. She would have she would have jumped in there. She would have smacked him with a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. She's got a sex doll. Oh, yeah, Maggie's sex doll. Yeah, that's a joke from... It's not a joke. That was said. That was about a year and a half ago. It Go was. back to one of our old podcasts. Any of our old fans might know that joke. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just all a bit strange, wasn't it? And they just watched on. And that made Keegan think, oh, you know what? I'm just going to give up. But they stole um, Shaquille's trainers as well. The trainers that oh, yeah. Karen had to give to Tiff <laughs> to, to give to them Keegan. Did, did Carmel give them to Karen then? Because I thought Carmel gave the shoes directly to Keegan before Oh yeah, she before left. she left. Maybe they were different shoes. So, what, does everyone just have a pair of Shaquille's <laughs> shoes lying around somewhere? Maybe. I mean, it was like, well, if Karen had them the whole time, why is she not giving it to her son already? She's waiting for the right opportunity. And she thought, well, he's feeling a bit depressed. <laughs> His racial profiling can't be much fun. I'll just give him a pair of trainers. No, we've had five around. episodes in a row now. So <laughs> now's the time to bring up the uh, trainers of Shaquille. Hmm. Um, but they got stolen because Keegan was just carrying them around all day while serving food. <laughs> he was hiding. I, 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 Hygiene level one. Yeah. Where well, he sold all the food as well, but suspiciously had lots of sandwiches that were then <laughs> spray painted by the uh, group. Yes. It was all <laughs> just all over the place. I still feel that Keegan is being very rude to Tiff. Like he is being really horrible to her. He is being pretty much pulled apart, though, by everyone on Albert Square. Why can't some of these things happen to some other characters? Why is it only Keegan? Mm. Why can't Isaac be walking around somewhere and someone accuse him or or something? So maybe Keegan sees that and says, oh, it's not just me. Mm. And then they could have like a thing together where they tackle it differently or something. I don't know. There was a thing, though. That's the thing. And I think we said about it last week that there was a thing between Keegan and Vinny. Mm. And there was, when it, that was like when it first started. Yeah, and so Vinny was able to sympathise with Keegan, which kind of gave the story a bit more of a outsider's view. They can't do that with Tiff because Tiff, well, Tiff got bullied for having red hair. But, yeah, I don't but it doesn't think... need to be Tiff. There's lots of characters. But why don't they stick with Vinny? It worked well. Vinny and Keegan mm. were a good uh, together. Well, because they they've now well. got Vinny dealing drugs. Exactly. <laughs> so they now made Vinny a stereotype. <laughs> So this is just kind of going round in circles. Mm. Isaac, I'll hold out hope for... The drug, alcoholic the, teacher. The alcoholic teacher who, who <laughs> wheezes himself in front of um, Denise. students. Denise is yeah. the one we need. Denise mm-hmm. is the moral compass that's on the true. square. So yeah, that's that. I mean, there's more to come next week of Keegan's storyline, but I will not tease. Mm-hmm. We will just move on because she's back. Oh yeah. We didn't think we'd see her again until after lockdown, but she's appeared from Australia on that the first scene of the week is mm-hmm. our Sharon. And with not on new, a Skype call. No, she's new tan, there. new fringe. Mm-hmm. She got a two thousand five look back. <laughs> she looked stunning. She, she looked great. She looked good for the rest and the little chat with Michelle. Mm-hmm. I have got issues, obviously. You always have issues. <laughs> My main problem is that her and Phil are just back together. And it's like, oh, that's all forgotten. What, that everything that happened a year ago up until this point? Mm-hmm. Was I do feel time. like the past two years, all that character growth, all that development, five characters have left over this storyline. <laughs> and they're just like... No, we're going to give it another go, actually. And it's like, it feels so easy. Like, we barely have seen her and Phil talk this out. Mm. And they're just back together. And it's like, well, why did you kill Dennis? What was the point? The legacy. This is just given nothing to anyone. And some people online are saying, oh, no, Sharon's playing Phil. She's doing this big, long game. It's like, no, I really don't think she is. This is what I'm wondering. Because it is... It's too easy, isn't it? Sharon and Phil having the Vic is... Yeah, it's the easy solution, which... 
we've said in the past and but but it's not it's not a devastating solution so for them to have the vic mm. i'm not upset by it but i'm not particularly excited by it either mm. there could have been other cast even new cast members come in who could have taken over the vic we've we've talked about Ricky, it a lot <laughs> yes for we've, example we've talked about potential people we've mm-hmm. had chrissy on the books we've had um we've well, had everyone on carter's <laughs> children's on the book you know lot, lots cassie of, carpenter cassie, yeah um <laughs> punk mary at one point you know there've been lots of people who we'd be more excited about having the vic than sharon and Feel. And as you say, it's it's an easy solution, mm. but it's not it's not one that upsets me. But I can't help but think there is more to it than what we're seeing. There's more you do than hope the so. Other. I mean, there's this job they keep going on about, and feels like this one job is going to get us all the money we need to buy it. So obviously, the job doesn't go well. Mm. So I'm assuming he doesn't get the money. Yeah, because they keep emphasizing the fact that yeah, how if I get this Vic, I can buy I can buy the Vic with the money we have. But if I this this job, this is going to be outright out mm. now. And the thing that I've puzzled me was that Phil was quite open and honest that he was having. He said there was a job to Sharon. <laughs> I think Sharon's not thick enough to know that a job means it's going to be something criminal. And yet, whenever Sharon walked into the room, he kept folding up his map and putting it into his back pocket. <laughs> that, as if, map. Like, that map was going to be the key to every single thing no. that he's planning when he, to do. When he did that, I said, I was like, Phil, you don't need to fold that map up because anyone looking at that, it just looks like a load of random lines <laughs> on a bit of paper. Like, no one's going to work Drawn that by out. Bailey. <laughs> I mean, you, it was, that map is one drawing of a compass with a north symbol and a red X away from mm. being a pirate's map. Yeah. Yeah, really. pretty much. Um, but I just don't buy it. It's all too nice and neat. That one part of me thinks this is EastEnders. There's no way there's got to be twists and turns and reveals. But then there's a part of me that remembers the past few months of EastEnders. And I'm like, actually, are we just going to end up disappointed? And this is just what we're seeing is what it's going to be. Mm. You don't think it's going to be like when Phil did that job with um, Dennis, the original, the adult Dennis? Um, Dennis mm-hmm. uh, Rickman yeah Dennis Rickman um, that he basically he gets locked into a room and he says oh pass me down the ladder get me out get me out and then you just see Sharon looking over the hole and she just waves at him and then closes the door <laughs> no. the roof the roof door and he gets arrested and put into prison no, Sharon's not going to get herself involved in the job she's not going to get her hands dirty no she's got heels to wear and blow dries <laughs> to keep up but um She's measuring up the Vic and she's announced to Linda that maybe she made the wrong choice with giving up Caden. Mm. And um, Karen, which we all know, is leaving. Wink, wink. They didn't mention it for about eight weeks. Now she is leaving, apparently. Which is, like again, the most nothing story because everyone in the world knows she's not leaving. <laughs> so is, do you think that this is what's going to unravel Phil and Sharon? The well, fact Kayden. that Sharon is going to want to have Caden? Because she's kind of... I think Phil is happy to buy the pub for Sharon and for them to restart. Yeah, because Caden's out of the picture. Because Caden is out of mm. the picture. I mean, did you notice the line from Karen where she said, he's the spit of my Keanu? And then when she said that, I thought, nope. If they go and rewrite this, that Caden is actually Phil's. Yeah. It really is. The past two years was just so pointless. <laughs> like Mel dying, pointless. Mel versus Sharon, the whole feud, pointless. Mm-hmm. Louise leaving, Lisa leaving, Keanu attempting to get killed, the boat crash, Dennis dying. Ultimately, Dennis is there. Yep. Ian getting blackmailed. Everything would just be so pointless and ridiculous. Did you if find... he turns out to be Phil's child in the end? Did you find it interesting that Ian play... made a play at Sharon again this week? And Sharon, mm. Sharon, I don't know if Sharon recognised it, but she straight away <laughs> said like, oh, "I love you." long pause <laughs> as a friend but but no in... as a brother oh as a brother and i was like sharon um brother or stepbrother because <laughs> there was some leeway there with her that's true that's very <laughs> true sharon but, but that was funny but but this is what i'm wondering ian is starting to get a little bit 
ratty and upset the fact that Sharon has gone back to Phil. Mm. And he even said so this week. He said, well, I'm only here as a shoulder to cry on now. He has got a point. But he has got a point. But is this going to be the, his failing? Is this where he's going to finally, it's going to finally be found out that, you know, he was the one who locked Dennis in the boat on boat week. And so Ian might like, will say it like almost as a, a guilty admission to try to get yeah, Sharon. I don't know because we've still got that Dotty part of it and her and Peter. Yeah, but Dotty seems to just don't care anymore. Yeah, I know. Dottie's but a bit that's because like, oh, like of the weird writing at the moment. Yeah. But in a week or so, she will care and yeah. she'll get with Peter and then there'll be another priority thing. Which is to but upset Ian. none of the thing of Ian rings true to me because Sharon's forgiven Phil. Yeah, it's a big one, isn't so it? So it's a bit like, well, Ian's got about two weeks of upset and then he'll probably just be best friends again. So, But how long do you think Phil can forgive Sharon? for because it's only a matter of time like a matter of days when Phil you know all Sharon has to do is say I do want Caden back for Phil to bring up the fact that Caden was born out of an affair yeah but then something will happen like Caden has this thing which one in 10 million people have and it will be a we're going to look into this um, oh, it's a illness. gene that only the Mitchells have. Um, and then they'll say, <laughs> right, we need some DNA from the Taylors. And then it'll come out that it's actually a Mitchell. And then Phil, Sharon and Caden will be in the Vic and we will be happy. Mm. And then it will come out about Ian probably. And then Phil will put out a hit on Ian. Oh, How no. Well, oh, don't worry, Sharon, I'll sort you in for you. Oh, what, so she'll do it? And what, and then Sharon will be upset because, no, you can't do mm. it. It'll be... And Ben's just got his dad's um, love again, but then it's his half-brother and his mum's son, so it's a <laughs> conflict there. It's so ridiculous like that, which I'm <laughs> predicting the most ridiculous things, but unfortunately these could be true. We should talk about Ben, because Ben is also part of this he big is. heist. <laughs> he's bought a gun. He's, well, we, we don't know he's bought a gun. Oh, it was a thing, week. it was in a cloth and it was in spoilers. the shape of a gun. Spoilers, he has a gun. No, even if I didn't know the spoilers, <laughs> I would know that was a gun, because okay. it was in like, it was wrapped up and it was a gun shape. A gun shape? It was. It could uh, be a toy an, gun. An might, L. That guy might have been working as a courier for Toys R Us. Mm, well, I hope <laughs> it is a toy gun, because has Ben not learned his lesson from guns on Boat Week? Ben always gets a gun, no it matter what's stupid. happening. I'm, I'm sure, like, if <laughs> on Callum and Ben's first date, Ben bought a gun for the occasion. <laughs> is that a gun in your pocket, Ben? Yeah. Or are you happy to see me? Wink. Um, but no, we had some nice bits of the storyline, like the positive parts of Ben's hearing storyline we saw this week when he does treat Callum like trash. And when he bought the gun, he just walked away from Callum. Oh, yeah. Callum's like, all right, Ben. Yeah. And he's like, what? No. Although Callum's got mates in the force already going out for drinks with the boys. Callum's a likeable guy. It doesn't surprise mm. me. He needs to move on. I'd just find a policeman boyfriend if I was Callum. Because Ben just keeps treats him like trash. He's walked off from Callum and left him on his own. No, Callum's doing everything in his efforts to kind of make Ben feel, inverted commas, normal. Mm. And all Ben does to retaliate is just basically say, no, I don't want to do that. No, I've got move a gun. On. Bye. Although Callum did a really sweet moment in the club that's what i mean that was like the more this is the side of the story that i'd like to see yeah. more of these moments because ben finally he felt embarrassed but callum let him like, built, built his confidence up from letting feel the beats from the speaker <laughs> <laughs> and um ben thought okay i will let my guard down actually i don't need to be this mm. tough man and he closed his eye and he, he almost hugged mm. the speaker and but, he embraced the but music. then the second he let his guard down yeah. and thought i will let i will be myself and that's i won't put on this it was a lovely act. smile as well to Cameron. yeah and then he looked over and saw those girls laughing at him yeah the bitchy girls and it was like that kind of said to ben oh no guard back up actually i i've i've let myself go and that happened straight away mm. so that was really sweet but then we had them shouting and semi-breaking not breaking up but arguing again in the middle of the street they're so chaotic aren't they they really are just but, shouting yeah but it's the same 
it's the same argument again. It's just mm. that Ben, you, you can't, can't love, love me. me. Yeah, you can't love me because I'm different, mm. and you know it, we just won't work out. And but, in a few months' time, you won't want to be with someone who is this as much yeah. work as I am. I'm not the same person you fell in love with. Yeah, but, but that for the first time, that kind of did ring true because of what we saw in the club. It is a bit of a merry-go-round, isn't it? Because now we have they the go job to the Albert. I know it's his mum's club, so he probably get free drinks. Mm-hmm. It's gay club, drag and night, a, a drag night. I I get that. You know, if you're gay, it's not. That you have to then go to only clubs that. But Kathy bought that and opened it for Ben. For Ben, yeah, to get some tail. <laughs> I mean, Kathy was there for him to stop getting off the grinder, mm. get off the grinder, and start looking for some real men. I mean, even Tina's not been able to find a girlfriend there, so I don't know what's going on in this um, gay club. Well, it's the straightest gay club we know. <laughs> they get the air hockey table, and it gets dominated by all the men mm. of the square. The only one that goes there is Ruby and her mate, probably her blonde mate. Mm. They're Do the only you... ones that have fun there. Isn't Bernie like old enough to go there now as well? Can't she go there with Tiff? Take Tiff's mind off Hello, Keegan. I miss Tiff and Bernie need yeah, to have a little friendship. chat actually about Keegan. That yeah. could work, but they forget, they've completely forgotten that. But it they? could be on the premise that you know maybe Tiff and Bernie are talking, and then maybe finally Bernie might find mm. some love. Bernie got Bernie... one line this week. She so did. That's progress. <laughs> she she took Habiba's place this week on the cast. I missed Habiba this week. <laughs> um, so the next story we just talked about now, so we might as well talk about it, is Ruby, which She's playing um, Max like a fool. It was. Like I, fool. I, I loved every second of it Same. because I knew exactly what was happening. I knew what was coming. There's some. There's one person on our Facebook group who did not like what happened to Max and felt sorry for him. Really? There was. Ugh. Nah, I loved every <laughs> second of it because Max is being so unlikable and so out of order. Like he got angry that she hired Martin and said, like, you didn't put that past me. It's like, Max, why should I put I mean, that past Max you? Max doesn't have any hold of the club. No, because Rainey would try and get it otherwise if she did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> going to sell his half to be in for that as well. <laughs> and um, we could sell it to Sharon. Mm. Oh my goodness, the Empire builds. Um, and also, he has no hold on Ruby. And I think this was the story for Ruby this week because Ruby kept repeatedly saying to Martin as well, like, you know, we need to take the plunge. We need to stop treading water. We need to take the course and steer on on track. Mm. Lots of uh, analogies based on water (laughs) and boats. And so she's I think she's decided that she's not going to be told what to do by Max. Not that she really was anyway, but this was the final nail in the coffin. She was Mm. basically going to say to Max, you cannot control me. And technically, I have the power over you. You should mm. be lucky to be with me. And to be fair to Ruby, he should be lucky to be with her because she is quite the catch. As much as we make fun of the way she drinks champagne, like a giraffe. <laughs> yeah, with her tongue. <laughs> she is a beautiful woman. Yeah. A powerful woman. Millionaire. A millionaire. Not that that matters. She's but... buying her own property now. She's just bought it off Jack. Yeah, she's, she's replaced mail completely she's... now. Yeah, yeah, she wants to redecorate it. <laughs> she's bought her it. house and bought her business. Yeah, out with the green, in with the diamond-shaped shapes rubies. around. <laughs> <laughs> with the rubies. Do you reckon she's going to get her fridge like Del Monte? Like, mm. like Shane Dawson? I bet her interior, interior will all be red. Um, oh, yeah, ruby red. Yeah. Um, but no, it's good. And Martin, not doesn't work on the fruit and vegetable anymore no he's quit again he asked shrimpy to cover it for two minutes and just that was it shrimpy was quite perturbed by this i know he was getting a bit pissed this week annoyed wasn't he he, he was getting annoyed yeah you could tell he frowned mm. he, was he did and huffed and eye rolled at martin yeah. like i tell you shrimpy watch out for that one there's, yeah, there's, there's talk on the social media again i'll be bringing it up later where he is going to be the new market inspector the new tricky dicky some might say mm. let's get tricky with his dicky <laughs> Oh god, I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I like his hair actually. Speaking of the actor, he has it all ben like Chapness. he has it all natural now. He's on lockdown. He looks 
Where he doesn't have it down. Yeah, he has it up. Yeah, it he lovely. does look better with his hair up. Not but... better, but lovely. Oh, no, I prefer him with his hair. If you're listening, Ben <laughs> Chambers, keep your hair up. Not that I'm your audience, no. because he's married. <laughs> he's Ruby and you're Max, and he's in charge, so shut up. Well, I'd, I'd let him <laughs> charge me over. Um, but well. wasn't it fun that, just to play with Max? I really don't think Ruby feels anything for Max. It's the most unbelievable couple in the world. She's just playing him and playing games with him the whole time. He's like, he is like her token bride, isn't he? Mm. He's like, it's like she, he's only there for appearance. Mm. but then she doesn't really need him at all no i mean i love i actually genuinely love the fact that i when martin and ruby had that one night when Mm -hmm. it was dark martin and uh (laughs) i remember it well yeah we actually championed their relationship we said yeah they're very sizzling they are they're 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 hot together it makes an interesting story with stacy later down down the line last week you said that it would also be interesting if stacy and max then got together because (sighs) of the story but they were always meant to be together yeah i know i hate stacks (laughs) <laughs> that's max and i got it i just i just never heard it out loud before haven't you yeah i hate them so i don't want them but martin and ruby they work well they're both dark brooding up for it i mean <laughs> ruby was arranging a threesome which was, was your like... blinder uh, description wasn't <laughs> it, it was <laughs> but um her, her and max arranging the threesome just seeing that scene was so interesting because mm. you don't you never see stuff like that on a soap ever like not even on tv you don't really see stuff like that and it was so funny and i knew from the get-go, she was arranging a man. Oh, of course. Just to play with Max and see what's going on. But it was, the, it was Max's posturing, wasn't it? And the way he kept telling people. Mm, like, he had he to was tell so everyone. Cocky. Yeah. He told Jack, told Martin. Yeah. And he was literally, like, one gesture away from putting his finger between an O and his other hand. <laughs> and, like, like, winking at Jack <laughs> in the minute mark. Yeah, and then when it turned up and it was getting ready and he put on aftershave, he put on a suit. He was raring to go with this, this leggy blonde. No, he and, was... Um, and he was but, but did you not notice that when they were waiting, he... He he was even asking permission from Ruby then of whether he was presented properly. He's like, am I am I smelling alright? Have I put too much on? Do I look okay? Do you reckon mm. she'll like me? So Max has really been knocked down a few levels by good. being with I Ruby. I like this. It's all mm. good for me. And then she turn the guy turns up, turns out to be a man, and Ruby's like, Oh no, I was just playing you all along. We're going for a meal. And actually, by the way, you're not coming for the meal. Yeah. You're just gonna stay here. See you later. Yeah. So yeah. Perfect. Really mi- miffed Max mm-hmm. to the maximum. Um and good. I mean, maybe Martin isn't the best head of security because Dottie and Vinny were dealing... I keep saying drugs. Is, is it a drug? It's canisters, It's not really it? a drug, it's, it's, but... Is it oxygen or something? Yeah, it's... it's um, Oh, was it helium? Something like that. Laughing gas is what it is. Oh, that's right. Laughing gas. Because I said it was something they used to do in like the early 2010s Mm. and footballers got in trouble for it. It's pretty weird. EastEnders are now catching up. But Martin didn't catch him, the head of security. Mm -hmm. Um, He just let it happen. But Max caught on and told them to sling their rook. So maybe Max is onto something here. Maybe Max should have been given the job as head of security instead. Yeah, Martin. I just, just realised maybe the reason why Max is kind of skunking around the club is because he's got nothing to do now. He's lost half the business he owned with Ian. Oh, he didn't do anything in there anyway, did he? We used to it sit was all at Habiba. Ta- That's true. Habiba run it. <laughs> he used to sit at the table every now and then scratching his head with a pencil. Yes. Like acting like he was doing accountancy. Because <laughs> don't forget, that's how Ruby and Max got together. Because no, he ha- offered to help her with her books. Do you remember when they broke up and then the writers forgot and then the next time we saw them three weeks ago, they were a couple again? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? And they've never explained it since. No, that happened. <laughs> um, right, next up is Jean, because she's still off her meds, I'm assuming. Mm. She's in the house on her own. She's still got Sookie's cardigan. Which Sookie demanded. Wants. She wanted 
back. Like <laughs> And dry clean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you dry clean a cardigan? I don't know. I guess you must. I've never bought a posh cardigan well, before. Well, if it's made from pure wool, if you put it in the washing machine, <laughs> it's going to tighten up and it'll be too small for mm. her. That's right, fans. This but, is um, what you're listening to. <laughs> there was lots of plot. Anything involving Stacey's weird maternity leave storyline yeah. just ends up with about a thousand plot holes running through it even now i know but i actually really enjoyed gene scenes this week because yeah. i like the fact that they're making we our complaint was oh they're doing the same story again with gene but actually they're not they're showing that gene is unraveling but she's almost it's almost a controlled unraveling like she knows what she's doing but kind can't of, quite control yeah. it it was because shirley said that thing about phil only way to get through to phil is sex oh yeah so that sharon basically got the vic by laying on her back <laughs> Even though she hasn't, Shirley, so no, she don't really start hasn't. that, please. I mean, that, that's quite insulting to Phil and Sharon that she'd only been home like 10 minutes. Like, is, is his stamina really that low? No, we know Phil can do it twice in one go, remember? We were under that bed with Ke- we were. Keanu. Mm-hmm. We were there in spirit. With a tear down our face. <laughs> so Jean sort of takes that literally and thinks, right, I'm going to offer sex for Phil with <laughs> Phil. So he lets Stacey come home. And yeah. this is where the confusion begins because we have been trying to work it out. You said you think he knows about Stacey. Yeah, well, I thought he did. But lots of people say he doesn't and that's why she's not allowed to come home. I thought that the, the deal was broken when Kat gave the money back to Phil. That they told agreed the truth. That, yeah, she told no. the truth. Well, someone said, I've asked and someone said apparently Kat covered for Stacey and said it was her to Phil. But as repayment gave him the money back. But that doesn't really make sense either as you say then this that wouldn't explain why jean would then go to phil offer set offer herself mm. in order to let stacy come yeah, come back it's really weird and then we've got the weird plot plot of jean keeps phoning stacy to know that she's okay mm. but stacy doesn't answer but then kush phones her once and then she answers and asks how her mum is well no stacy phoned kush back that's what i mean and yeah. then says how's mum it's like um what why yeah. have you not phoned have you Jean? changed your voicemail <laughs> it doesn't make any sense mm. and it's it's weird isn't it because when when jean last went a bit awol to the caravan park um uh, smoky jean some might call her mm-hmm. stacy was Raynetta, adamant... whatever her name was yeah no Wait. penelope something she had a fake name didn't she oh yeah it was penelope something like that um stacy was was desperate to to find her. Mm. So surely if she's getting these mad calls again from Jean, <laughs> Stacey's instinct would be to do the same again. Not necessarily come back, but to call her, to comfort her. Mm. Have a I Skype mean, call Obviously, something. if this was airing as it was, I'm guessing we were on the verge of Lacey Turner's return. return. But it still doesn't... Because I said, like, well, why does why did Stacey not just ring Jean? She's had loads of missed calls. And someone was like, well, Jean's not in the right mind. Maybe she's not actually phoning Stacey. Mm. But... I'm sure we saw her phone when Shirley looked at it. And also, there's nothing stopping Stacey phoning Jean. Well, that's my point. Why, so why, it doesn't make any sense. There, is there something that Stacey... And why is Kush lying as well? Why is he like, oh, no, she's fine? Yeah, but see, that round me up too. I mean, this right. was an opportunity. If Shirley even said, I've done my part, now you need to do yours. Mm. This was Kush's opportunity. She, he knew exactly what he needed to do. And that was to tell Stacey that he, her mum is in trouble again. And that the only person who can talk her down would be her. Mm. And he didn't. So what was he doing? Was he going to get advice from Stacey like, from talking to Stacey? Or was he going to cut together like an audio recording? Like, <laughs> hi, mum, how is you today? Stacey here. You know, it's going to, it just makes <laughs> no sense. It's very strange. It's, um, I mean, Stacey's maternity storyline, she should have just gone to prison for hitting Phil. <laughs> because it's, it's created so many holes and it's yeah. also brought down so many characters. Like, it's the start of Dark Martin, which was literally the worst thing that could ever happen to him as a character. May I intervene real quick for that? Mm. I agree with you after what happened 
over Christmas, they had a bit of a rest with Martin where he kind of recouped himself, made him back to standard Martin. Yeah. And now with the story with Ruby, because he had that slightly dark past and admittedly, okay, he got given the job of security because he stopped a teenage (laughs) child from stealing a pineapple. Mm -hmm. A bit silly, a bit tenuous. However, I think that it makes better sense now for him to be a bit more aggressive, not aggressive, to be a bit more standoff it. What did you say? Broody, moody. Broody a standoff t- toward Max and to be a look to be to seem more confident for Ruby. Mm. So actually, although it seemed a bit wow, that it doesn't it suit Martin's character yeah. at all. In the, now they've watered it down a little bit. A little bit of Dark Martin mm. seems to go a long way. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if they did this whole Dark Martin, but they did they did it over the top. Let's mm. be honest. That's the trouble with it because it does work because we know our Arthur Martin's dad. Oh, I love Arthur. He spent his life being looked on as, that's just Arthur. Mm. He's not important. He's just lovable Arthur. And Martin was the same. Yeah. And it's nice that Martin did the same as Arthur. And he thought, no, I'm not a pushover. And that part of Dark Martin would have worked really well. I can't believe I keep saying Dark Martin. <laughs> as it, like, it's, a, it's a psychological state. But um, <laughs> that if they did Dark Martin like that and not so over the top, mm. it would have been really nice and it would have been a little nod to how he's like his dad yeah. and how he's trod over and how all the Slater women just trod over him and it would have worked well now, but they just way overdid it. That's the trouble. They did, but... But it works say, now. Now it works because it's been mm. rained in. But that doesn't mean we have to forget the band. No. <laughs> Six months I get had. that, but we, to, to get that to... You, you can't have a rainbow without the rain, as Dolly Parton would say. <laughs> and in order to get... In order to get... It's... it's laden with euphemisms in order to get the um the the martin that we're actually appreciating now and a martin that you could actually see as a character i think they needed to do that dark martin character if he if he became the character he's now from just being lovable martin the market stall salesman then it wouldn't make sense for me that's right but we're not talking about if martin Martin was a recipe (laughs) right Dark Martin was the recipe. They've done too much salt and pepper. All right. He wouldn't be a sausage surprise. No. (laughs) If they just sprinkled a bit of salt and pepper onto it, the Dark Martin salt and pepper, it would have been perfect. But they just overloaded it and now the taste buds are spoiled. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) um, that's what I've got to say. Big Mo also acting surprise was interesting with Well, she saw saw the bedroom with all Daniel's clothes laid out as if he's laying (laughs) on the bed. Yeah, as a human. And then the fact that Mo kind of walked in and went, oh! And then ran upstairs, mm. got the uniform, said, I'm leaving and went. <laughs> yeah. like, Interesting. I mean, the perfect opportunity to perhaps mention it was while they mm. were in the house. Because they had to break into them. Not break in, but they had to use Kurit's Yeah, and Suki to get in. To get in. And yeah. Suki was only there for the, the morbid the obscenity. Ob, uh, yeah, the morbid um, observations of what she can see. Like mm. almost like seeing a freak show at the circus, wasn't it? That's why Suki decided she needed to come I, into the I house think they, the writers did a bit dirty on like the su- mental health support team. Because they showed like a 10 second clip of Kush phoning them and they were like is she a danger to health no okay there's nothing we can do and it was mm. like mm, really like they were at the hospital just last week and they said anything happens just let us know yeah the hospital that told and they've got them. a record of what's just happened yeah. so that's just more plot holes um, but we're moving on so there's no more time for plot holes <laughs> to Tina that's right Tina she's got a storyline she a has one storyline of the year <laughs> just like Jay had last year with that weird funeral we've one, got the Tina one one year Tina and Jay will share a storyline <laughs> oh yeah just to save space half the budget <laughs> everyone's um, moving out of 
the Vic, the Carters. We saw Mick have a stool, which I'm hoping isn't a little... Oh, yeah. Oh, in- no. ...inclination that, that that's going to be Mick's job. I mean, there is a space now there, stool. isn't there? Because Whit- Whitney's not going to have a stool. Also... Can she? Well, she's not on her stool. You don't see her ever yeah, on the stool. Anything, but she? also... Um, Leo's stool. Leo's stool is no longer <laughs> there. So there is room. And don't forget, that's where Alfie Moon ended up after he left the yeah, pub. Yeah, him and Cat. Yeah, he had a market night and day or moon stall, whatever it's called. <laughs> So I, I fear, with genuine fear, that that is going to be... We all we wondered what was going to be Mick's job when he I left. I know, but that's so Market rubbish. Stall. It's such... It's rubbish and also predictable. It's exactly. It's which just... makes me wonder if Sharon and Phil are going to get in that bit, because that's predictable too. Mm. Um, but yeah, what, what's he going to sell? Is he just going to sell knickknacks, like Rachel Kaminsky? Yeah, maybe. He'll just disappear in six months then, like her. At, at the moment, he's selling... Well, also, if he can get a license from Shrimpy the Market Inspector. Mm. From, from, he has to be nice. He, he can't be watch his stall. He's selling. He's selling the stuff that basically they're throwing out from because they've accumulated a lot of stuff living mm. in the Vic for almost. Apparently, 10 years. they found stuff of Peg. They, they said it was Peggy's, but it turned out to be Tina's stuff. Oh yeah, which is a weird mix-up. Mm-hmm. Seeing as Peggy's stuff went up in flames before yeah, she left, Peggy had nothing left in that Vic. <laughs> So to presume that was Peggy's stuff is a bit strange, mm, isn't it? Pretty odd. I would have rather they... Plus maybe... they never really met Peggy, apart from that one scene which is, needs to be deleted from history. Oh yeah, when she walked in and Mick was like, get out of my pub. <laughs> and she went, oh, be careful, that sticks. And then she just... Dis- and that was it. Yeah. So they never even knew who Peggy was. Well, Shirley did. And Shirley was the one who found the coat, I guess. So mm. that made... And Linda had one scene of her when Peggy mm. was dying. She went out back, talked to Linda and went home, didn't she? That's true, that's true. But that still doesn't... Make them think there'd be Peggy stuff in there. No, attic. I was scanning. I was scanning Mick's stall, and I was I was hoping for a little Easter egg from EastEnders. I didn't spot it, but do anyone please get in touch with us on our social media if I was wrong not to spot it. But I was looking for a Aunt Babe trifle bowl. Oh yeah, she would have took that. Mine. No, I don't think she did. Did she? Got she chucked out the window. <laughs> Smashed on her head. No, I was I was hoping that there'd be a, like a large bowl there, and I thought mm. that would have been a nice little nod to. That would have, and Tina could have been like, "Why have you sold Aunt Babe? Because she mm-hmm. likes Aunt Babe still. She does like they, us." And, yeah, and to make us know that it was Aunt Bay's trifle bowl, they could just put a little box of um, birds custard mix in there, mm. so we could have known <laughs> it, that was Aunt Bay's but, trifle um, bowl. I mean, we haven't talked about Tina yet in Tina's storyline, but that's how it began. <laughs> but that's how things um, happen because they sold a coat to a drag queen, and then we went to the drag night, mm. and Mick said something to Tina like, "Oh, have you found a place to live? Here's some money to get a deposit." Yeah, because she thought she was going to be living with them at forty. She thought, "No, I'm still living with my brother Mick and Linda and Shirley." But apparently, they've got plans to have their own place, mm. and they just expected Tina to get on with it. And that coat turned out to be Tina's, so they've been selling Tina's stuff without her, without knowing. even knowing. <laughs> Thinking it was Peggy's stuff, which is very odd. It was Peggy's style and Tina's style. It was very different. Tina wears like licorice all sorts. I was going to say, yeah, I've never seen Peggy dungarees. Licorice all sorts for the wristband. Yeah, and dungarees, and Tina does. So that was all weird. But Tina got a bit upset with that. But Tina's pretending like she's a grown up and that she's got a place to stay, but she obviously hasn't. And she's just storming around, like eating crisps in front of them, trying to get attention. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like a a petulant child. Mm. So she wants people to feel sorry for her gets upset when people feel sorry for her says mm. I'm an adult I can sort out my own life but this is I think this is leading to perhaps maybe a Tina's homeless story I was just about to say that would be ridiculous mm. and she's so she, too she's too proud yeah. to say so she ends up yeah sleeping in the cafe or something 
something. Well, I'm trying to wonder. I'm wondering, is there any houses which are like squats <laughs> on the square? All right, 1993. Well, How we, are you? we do know that they like to delve back into the early 90s. They've pretty much stolen quite a few stories from that era, <laughs> as true. we now know. <laughs> then forgetting that the Drama Channel are actually broadcasting all of them as we speak. <laughs> mm. um, and there's been lots of copies and repeats from like stories that they've already trenched. Well, Sharon Gate being quite a big one, uh, which they did with Keanu and Sharon. Mm. But, I mean, will they give Tina a story? I mean, if it gives her a story, I'm here for it. It's such a waste, with that actress. Mm. She's a great actress. Um, She could do so much. And, again, there's they don't seem to focus on an LGBT story unless it's... Balam. Yeah, mm. which is fine. I know, because every... Like, we always get little scenes of just Callum walking in, kissing him on the sh- neck, and then walking off. Mm. Do not ever see... Ash walking by Ikra or anything like that. Well, they had that. They had that quite steamy scene about oh, three yeah, weeks ago. Oh yeah, but that ago. was one scene in like two yeah. years, and it felt like it was to appease an audience mm. almost. It Please wasn't more. It didn't feel very natural. I mean, I why can't Ikra... or even during the drag night have Ikra and Ash there? Yeah, like talking to Tina. Yeah, or anything, and yeah. have Bernie walk in. Why mm-hmm. do they forget that Bernie's gay? I'm I'm worried that this is going to turn out that Bernie's going to be like, oh, it's just a phase. <laughs> after they did, they after they almost based the whole Pride Week episode on bernie mm. learning to accept herself almost but ben then got beaten up and stole it but that's the way it is yeah at true. the moment but um yeah i'm i'm happy for tina to get a storyline as long as it's good <laughs> meaty enough i would love tosh to come back went to her life yeah she did mention tosh last week she did bring back tosh yeah. i tosh. mean they have asked her to come back in the past because of our exclusive interview we had if you want to hear it it's it's um, on it's our somewhere. youtube channel it's there um and she said they asked her to come back and they had planned like a two three week storyline but mm. then something happened and then something changed and they couldn't do something it. in the real world happened mm. and they had to cancel it yeah so you know there's always possibility I mean, there was such a good story that they showed domestic abuse um, in a you know homosexual mm. um, scenario. Um, obviously, they're I, I guess they're already Little doing a domestic Chantel, yeah. abuse story already, so perhaps Tosh wouldn't be a very good fit. But there, you know, there is there is there can be more than one gay relationship happening on the square, <laughs> or two. <laughs> Actually, I'm sorry, there is two. There's Ash yeah, but one's off screen, well. one's on screen. That's yeah, well, one's difference. on screen all the time, and one we just get <laughs> reminded happens now and then with the odd kiss and steamy scene here and there. Mm. I don't know. I just, I just think that they that actress has so much she could do, and they're just missing an opportunity mm. with Tina. They are. I mean, I was under the impression they were going to kill Tina on the boat. I'm still under that should have happened because they don't use her, no, and I that agree. would have still got the Carters out of the Vic because Linda would feel guilty that her drinking may have led to Tina's death or whatever that yeah. would have been way better mm. but no it didn't happen so we can't change it unless we wake up from the shower after lockdown and <laughs> we have a bit of a soft reset who knows can you imagine if they did that they basically started again dennis. from february <laughs> yeah dennis dennis like walks into the bedroom he's like mum wake up and we're like what <laughs> i'd accept it and then pat turns up and it's oh yeah icing on the cake yeah and you just see peggy do a skype call <laughs> Everyone who of importance who died. You could even have Dirty Den, like just the voice of Dirty Den. Ben phones Ronnie for a dodgy deal. A dodgy, dodgy kebab. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the week finished, believe it or not. So we're going to go on to all of your guys' comments and your thoughts on the week. And you know me, I ain't want to gossip. Yes, this is when we delve into... The social medias, our social media, not just any social media, our own social media. We have our own social media, Ben. We do. 
we're over 13 we're allowed <laughs> um you can get in touch with us on our instagram and our twitter at wolford weekly and our facebook at wolford weekly podcast just search it um and you can also find our youtube videos by searching wolford weekly podcast too people did just that they've said lots of things let's hear some of them on our we made a cake on our youtube channel oh yeah if you want to check out our youtube channel we also have a review of 1993 but we also made a cake of letitia dean's head out of rice krispies <laughs> It is worth watching. It's hilarious. And um, don't skip to the end to see what the cake looks like. I strongly recommend you watch the process mm. as well. So at mooklittle.edits on Instagram says, I feel upset and bad for Sharon and Keegan this week. Oh, upset for everyone. Yeah, they all go through hell on that square, don't they? They do. I feel, I feel a bit sorry for Jean this week, I must say. Don't know if I portrayed that in our discussion. Mm. Don't really feel much for Jean anymore. Mm. Thank you much for <laughs> Gina on our Facebook group said Sharon is playing feel like a violin domestic ballum was good too there's a lot of foreshadowing Ben's line about Sharon not giving up on her kid is interesting mm, there is foreshadowing with Caden I hope they all don't come true though aka oh. those DNA results oh okay I would like Sharon to have Caden though oh yeah she will I think I, I, Karen I think Karen also is leaning toward that mm. but I, think... I forgot to say about yeah how upset I was of how blase Karen was when Sharon came over she was like oh, can you just look at Caden quick while I sort this cooking out <laughs> it's like the whole reason you're leaving is because Sharon isn't meant to see Caden so that was very insensitive yeah but Sharon that. did visit to see Caden it wasn't like Sharon just kind of turned up and was like oh I'm just here for the leaving party but do not show me that baby <laughs> you know there was there was a point to it mm. Carolyn on our Facebook group said Tiff seemed pretty high and mighty mouthing off to that guy when both she and her husband are actually former drug dealers yep thank you yeah. We've said that already. Naughty, naughty. How dare you. <laughs> uh, on our Twitter, at always underscore morning, said, I still think Sharon is playing him and cooked up a plan in Australia with Michelle's help. That would be good, but that's putting a lot of, um, what's the word, respect or... I, I just don't think it's thought out that much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that would have been good if her, Vicky and Michelle planned something and all three of them turn up at the mm. Vic and it's like, it's my name above the door, Phil. I said something on, like that. I said on Twitter that... It, something just doesn't seem right, but I just can't put my finger on it. Mm. I, but, but then again, Sharon had an affair and had a babe. Like, so she hasn't really got revenge to take, really. So it's all a bit, why would she bother? Well, and she was measuring up for a new sofa. Yeah. So yeah, I think she has just forgiven Phil. But what, <laughs> unfortunately. What, I, what I mean is it feels strange is that I feel like the writers are making us think that it's going to be Sharon and Phil who moves into the pub, but it's not going to be Sharon and Phil mm. who moves into the pub. I don't know if it's going to be related to a story though between Sharon and Phil. Let's see what happens on this job. Well, of course we are. Of course we are. At Northbound24 on Twitter said, we've had strange developments, but the new dynamic between the two of Sharon and Phil will be interesting knowing the history or do people want brand new characters to take over this is the Vic again oh. I'm not discussing the Vic again I've no? discussed it about a thousand times <laughs> the more I discuss it the more ridiculous my theories get <laughs> at shrimpy 902 mm, there's a lot of shrimpies the Vic was meant for me and my queen on wheels hashtag bring back Donna <laughs> I love Donna I know her exit was really sad because of horrible rainy I know that that was a real black mark on rainy as well yeah, Ingrid as well she got rid of Ingrid don't forget our super nanny of the oh square. yeah I forgot about her getting rid of Ingrid her, if only Ingrid had stayed perhaps the whole Shianu thing would never have happened oh yeah so technically this all started with rainy <laughs> conspiracy theory maybe Ingrid should come back pregnant as well where's Keanu <laughs> Twitter as well at Dame Mariah says shrimpy should shag <laughs> <laughs> Shrimpy should shag his way through the female cast. We need a new slag, and it might as well be Tricky Shrimpy. Yeah, he might be already. Tricky Shrimpy. Going through all the extras, that's why they weren't there to help Keegan. 
That's what I mean. I think I think there's going to be more to uh, Shrimpy than we're actually giving the credit for here. I love the word shag as well. Shag's a great word, isn't it? Uh, Liam, back to our Facebook group, says, We'll just end up with a rehashed alcohol story with Phil running the pub. And I don't think this has worked being proven by Linda. It is stupid that they preached this whole thing of them leaving the Vic because she's an alcoholic to then have Phil buy it. It's just the most... I know they like doing their moral messages and it's just Mm. stupid. And we're going to have one last comment on our Facebook group. But again, thanks to everyone who got in touch with us. Loads on our Instagram, actually. And we had uh, a few on our Twitter and our Facebook group as well. Join our Facebook group. (laughs) Don't forget, you can join the fun. Ashley on our Facebook group. I said Facebook group a lot. (laughs) Ashley has said I sobbed when Ben was hugging the speaker and got laughed at I love Jean trying to seduce Phil and I felt that Ruby was quite cruel to Max regardless of how much of a creep he is nope. I really enjoyed these episodes mm-hmm. it has been a much better week I mean it's dug itself out of the gr- slightly gl- gutter still, I thought it was a good week yeah but it's still dodge compared to dodge. like good weeks yeah but it was better than last I can't remember last week Um, but I am worried about next week but mm. We'll see you next week. But some what sympathy for Max. Perhaps it's more no. sympathy than we're giving him credit for. No. <laughs> he deserves it. Oh, we've got more. 100%. We love Ruby. Team mm-hmm. Ruby on this podcast. Uh, as I've already said, if you want to get in touch with us, we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're also on TikTok and YouTube. Um, just search Wolford Weekly Podcast. You'll find us there. Thank you again for listening. I hope you all have a great week. Don't forget to stay safe. Look after one another. And look forward to speaking to you again very soon. Yeah, big episode next week. So we'll see what we think. Goodbye. <laughs>